tinfoil hat. Oh, what the fuck are you guys even talking about? Global controls will have to be imposed. And a world governing body will be created to enforce them. Welcome to tinfoil hat. We, we, we go deep, homeboy. Aaron, open your mind. Drink. And welcome to Tim Fall Hat. You know I am. You know I'm here to do. I'm here to rock. You know somebody recently said that their kid, or or they, somebody said during a Vimo, uh, excuse me, a Zoom meeting that their kid was on school. They opened up with "Good morning, Swarm." Their kid did it, and that made me feel good. And the other guy said, <laughs> "Does anybody else do this, but in a super flaming gay voice?" And I'm like, "What are you trying to say?" <laughs> now, are you? I don't. Are you? Ri- Doing a little, is this a nod to Good Morning Vietnam? Is that what this is? Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. But you didn't really think it. It was just kind of something you were doing. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Joining me as always, except for that week where he was banned, my good friend (laughs) and yours, Xavier Guerrero. What's up? What's up? I was demoted. You're demoted. Demoted. That's true. That's true. Uh, Xavier Guerrero is on a very, very popular diversity multicultural a marijuana show called we don't smoke the same and is burning up the charts like they burn up joints how's it going it's over going there? great we just actually had an mma fighter so he comes and drops a little knowledge smoked weed with us right which before. they can now yep. according, well in the ufc they can yeah and he just did it he's still gonna go clean but he smoked his last joint with us so it was a little bit of a thing and our logo is gonna go on his shorts so pretty have you guys about came that. up with the name of your fans yet no, not yet. All right. Stoners. All right. I'm pretty sure they're stoners for sure, though. Yeah, but that's kind of yeah, anybody who smokes weed. You, you, got, you get... got an idea? No, no, no. no, no. I, dude, I wrote your theme song. I'm not going to come up with your name <laughs> or your fans, too. And on the ones and twos is to know them, is to somewhat like them. My good friend and yours, Johnny Woodard. How are you, Johnny? Been hearing that all my life, man. Uh... Well, Johnny, here we go. <laughs> here we go, Johnny. You, my friend, made a bet with this guy. Okay, mm-hmm. that Joe Biden would, in fact, be inaugurated. I said it was going to be Trump. I was wrong. I doubled down on my stupidity with and Mark. Offered <laughs> Back the Mark's booker Steve. of the show, Mark. I would cover. I'd throw two hundred dollars in for him, which is the dumbest thing I've ever done because it was a no win for me. Uh, so here it, it started is, out as a hundred, and you were berating me so forcefully that I said, "You know what? I feel like Sam wants a little more." And uh, so I got you to. I tried to get you to five hundred. You went to two fifty. That's okay. So I owe you four fifty right now. That's correct. Yeah. Are you? Yeah, Johnny. You're stop the, giving me that weird steer That you're the fifth. Gay guys give me when I'm at the the we the West Hollywood Starbucks. You're okay, the, stop staring you're at me with fifth, those thirsty You're eyes. the fifth person. One hundred. Two hundred. Three hundred. Four hundred. Four fifty. I mean four twenty. And then 430, 440, 450. God bless you, God bless you sir. There you go. Oh, Damn. Yeah. Now that is shitty. That was a that tr- is not how tr- you pay off a bet. That's a sore loser like Trump. Dude, that yeah. is a sore loser. That is a sore loser. 
That is a sore loser. What do you mean that was a sore loser? Throwing the money, Abby? You're so lucky, dude. <laughs> there were some people on You're Twitter so saying that you should have to pay a me a, a Bitcoin. Fucking coin a Bitcoin? Or this shit would have been pennies, bro. <laughs> pennies. Wait up, a Bitcoin? But yeah, well, some, some guy on Twitter was like, you should make Sam pay you in Bitcoin I, uh, because dude, you fiat currency is. You could have done, but how do I hand you a Bitcoin? For the drama yeah, of the it's show. Not, yeah, it's not. It's now dramatic. you take that 450 and buy some Bitcoin. I'll do that. Right? I'll do it. So there we go. Daddy pays off his bet the all the time. Now, the sixth Whether and it's seven. this podcast or other podcasts, daddy pays off his fucking... His, That's six. The his bet, bet six and seven paid off. I have five already Outstanding. paid. Who, the fifth. who are they? Shame fifth, them publicly. Sh- yeah, shame fifth, them. Fifth and sixth. So we got Tino Sanchez still out there he with 250. Uh, I don't know the... This is partly my fault because I don't know the guy's name from Whiskey, Beer, and Conspiracies. And oh, I, the podcast shows you too. Do you know the guy's name? Then? Yeah, uh, uh, I can't remember like his Twitter handle. Thank you for putting me on blast, you right. piece of shit. Well, no, but I don't remember which guy it was. Is what I'm it saying. It was from the, the show. Uh, it was the firefighter guy, right? Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, I, I, God, I don't remember. You suck. Um, the guys who have paid though, uh, this guy at Econo Pimp on Twitter, Young Winston Ten on Twitter. Um, now Mark Steves is paid, uh, and then Gala Hearted on Twitter also paid, and Retire Young Thirty Eight. I won't be retiring young <laughs> anymore. Uh, he also paid on Twitter, so that is great. So there you go, Johnny. Congratulations on your victory lap for the I'm not ha- fucking it's not, satanic pedophile. It's not joyous. Death I'm not happy about it. Oh, I can tell you, it's like gotta hurt taking that. Well, money. no, it, it. I feel okay about it because so many people gave me shit for two years saying that Biden was first going to get the nomination. Well, I mean, and then second that he was going to win. Well, okay, Johnny, I, I I wish you would have stated in the future that you say he's going to win because they're going to rig. I it. did say that. She remembers it. I said it from the very beginning. Did he? Yeah, he did say it wasn't going to be really fair. Yeah. Okay, give it to then him. Johnny wins but today. He's been a Biden guy from the fucking start. Johnny, promote anything you want right now. Oh, I don't. I don't know. Uh, we got a show coming out on Rockfin, our new sports show, Rockfin.com. Oh, the greatest of all slash, time. You want to see it? Rockfin.com slash greatest. Greatest. It's just the greatest. Just follow us there. We subscribe. debate sports. I know you all hate it, but it's in my blood, so I still talk yeah. about it. And then we do the who's the greatest of whatever we want to talk about. At yeah, that we point. just got publishing permissions about. 15 minutes ago. Oh, so we're live. We're live. Yeah, the show's not up yet because I've been on the show, this show. But yeah, okay. it'll be up soon. So we're super excited. Check it out. You can also see my new spiritual podcast. Uh, we're 52 episodes in. Isn't that crazy? 52 episodes in on my podcast called Zero. Go to rockfin.com slash zero. It's my spiritual podcast. And, you know, it's really helped me get through all this. And we'll talk about that in a couple seconds. Uh, so go check that out. I have a new investment podcast. That guess who said he'll come on? Who? R.A. the Rugged Man. No way. Because I'm going to get him to talk about rappers and how they invest. They because don't. Because they don't seem to invest. <laughs> they don't. So that's the show. So it's it's, it's comedy investment show. Of course, you have to invest wisely and invest at your own risk. But we're going to be talking about Wall Street beats this week. Bets. Wall Street bets. bets. Wall Street bets. Yeah, God, hilarious. Man, fuck, I was like, oh, I'm going to get right this time. Wall Street bets. So that is, uh, that is in fact, called Cash Daddies. It's for the internet rich. Okay? Go check that out. And that you can check that out. And my Broken Simulation show, which is my just comedy yes. show. We just talk comedy. Uh, and go to, um, just go to YouTube.com slash Sam Tripoli. Or listen to it. Comedy. Yeah, or listen, or to, listen it. to it anywhere yeah. you can listen to it. There it is. Right? Uh, big news. 
The Trumpzilla t-shirts have sold out on tinfoilhattshirts.com. Sold out. No more. You can't get them. We said 100, and they're gone. So we're going to start doing exclusive ones like that. But yeah, 100 t-shirts gone. Thank you to everybody who purchased them. If you'd like a cool shirt like this, let's see your shirt. Hoodie. Hoodie. Look at that swarm trooper. That chick was a real chick in the wheelchair. Super (laughs) hottie on wheels. Okay? So uh, those are real things. Hot wheels. Hot wheels. Dude, bang. (laughs) That should be a website. The ladies of Hot Wheels, just hot naked chicks in wheelchairs. But go to tinfoilhattshirts.com, sports show. If you want mugs, if you want, uh, what else is on there? Hats, like this one right here. Ma- mugs, hats, all that stuff, they will be available at tinfoilhatswag.com. Okay? Is there anything I forgot? No. If you, uh, Where are you performing well, at, real Sam? quick. Oh, yeah. Okay, so I am going to be, uh, I am going to be February 18th through the... 20th, I am at Goodnights in Raleigh, North Carolina, okay? That will be on my website soon. And then the second one is in Arizona, real quick. Arizona, I will be, uh, hold on, hold on here. I'll be in Arizona April 22nd through the 24th. Now listen, I will be, I have people reaching out to me for dates in Florida, Dates in um, Austin. In Austin, they will be one night or two nights, but whatever. I'll come out and I will fucking rock. So come out and hang out, dude. Okay, bringing heat to you, unsuspecting fools. Uh, today was the inauguration. I wanted to get everybody's view on it. We, uh, we were going to talk. We were supposed to do a second show today, but unfortunately, I guess had to, had to cancel. So everybody. Where, where are you at right now in this inauguration? Uh, I feel like it was going to be empty either way. So I think they did the whole little fucking capital surge and let it happen just so they could tell no one not to come because they would have seen no one there. Because if Trump yes. would have won and there's still a COVID thing would have been, people still would have showed up and celebrated with masks, no mask. And I think no one was going to show up to Biden. And we would have been like, who voted for him? Yeah. Oh, I, we already so, think yeah. that. At least logical people do. And not... Not the emotional monkeys out there that are trying to convince themselves. You know, and all you really want is for it to go back to the way when you thought it was good times, which was during the Obama administration. That when sounds he was good bombing now. the fuck out of everybody. But you didn't hear anything because you were too busy listening to Rachel Miles talk about male toxicity and shit. You remember that? When, you know, it was the ushering in of political correctness. I want to tell you this, man. So I talked about this today on my podcast, but this is true. When you're judging a president, you are judging, and I'm a, everybody except for can we can we all talk about this? Jimmy Carter, can we take him off that list of like he's an outlier? Can we say that or am I Didn't wrong? Fire a shot, yeah. So, so as far as we know, now I'm sure people yeah. will bombard us with all this shit to Jimmy Carter, but he I'm going to take Jimmy Carter out of this list because I think he was different than everybody else. I'm going to say it, man. Ever since fucking Reagan, I would take Trump over all of them. I would, man. I'm sorry. Even JFK? Well, he was before uh, Reagan. But, but, no, I mean, like, I, li- I, mean, I liked JFK, too. But out of the presidents since JFK, JFK, Jimmy Carter, Donald Trump. That's who I'm taking. Two Democrats in, and a, uh, Repo- uh, he's not a Republican, yeah, but he like, was. Whatever but the fuck it was. All the rest of them. Fuck them, throw them out. That's my opinion. I don't care. I don't care. You know? 
Uh, Johnny, your thoughts on everything uh, besides winning big dollars? That was interesting that Mike Pence chose to go to the inauguration instead of Trump's. Uh, Trump's. Uh, no, but he's always off. been one of them. I know. I, I just. I mean, he really just completely sold sold him out. I mean, <laughs> but it's like he hassing out those because Trump's, nobody likes him. Even the small group that accepted him and no charisma. Him, at all. Well, he's just, yeah. he's literally all alone. Do you know he no. used to be a talk radio? He, he came out of talk no. radio, by the way. Yeah, he that did, guy has by no the way. He was like the Rush Limbaugh out there yeah. in Indiana or wherever. I wonder if he has like one of those egg butt plug things in his butt. And <laughs> he just keeps quiet because he it has looks to like hold it. it in. That's why he didn't want to swat that fly on his head because he was worried it might slip out if he made any yeah, sudden movements. Yeah, if he did something know? that yeah. didn't focus on yeah. keeping his blown out <laughs> ass cheeks closed. <laughs> he's a scumbag, dude. Yeah. He's a scumbag. And. Here's the thing about Trump. Now, I mean, Johnny, I'm devastated that he didn't pardon Assange. I am too, dude. And we've talked about this before the show, and I think for people will find this fascinating at home if you ever heard this. Apparently, and this is a rumor, but it was reported uh, on Tucker Carlson's show that, so take it for what it's worth, uh, that McConnell. Oh, but did you talk about this in the show, though? I don't think, no, I don't think so. Okay. I think it was before, right? Well, I'll just talk about I can't remember. Was. Anyway, we'll talk about it now. We're talking about the United yeah. McConnell, uh, Kind of got heavy on him and told him that, yeah, uh, you'll be you'll be convicted at the impeachment. I think I did talk about it on the show now. Uh, if you don't, uh, if you do pardon Assange, you'll be convicted. Uh, well, I think Assange should drop a mixtape and then he might get pardoned because he's pardoning all the rappers. All the rappers. Called Little Wayne and a lot of scummy dudes, man. And and I'm I'm also really concerned. One of Trump's first things he did was that drain the swamp executive order where he made it so that you couldn't go from being an official in the government directly to lobbying. You know, you had to wait five years. And one of his last acts was to revoke that executive order. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, man. I mean, we got fucking lied to, dude. I mean, we got, I mean, I, I still believe that Trump... Um, what do you think happens with him? He's done. He's sitting in Mar-a-Lago for three weeks. He's only yeah, allowed he's to be there for chill, three weeks. And it's going to be the same thing that happened to how much they hated George Bush. Over time, we were, they'll romanticize him. And that's just how it is. We'll you think he'll again. run again? What? He can't run again, right? If they impeach him again, we'll see. Here's the head. Uh, just the just so I can get it perfectly uh, right. This is the lead from the post. Uh, I pres- still take Trump over everybody. President else. Trump rescinded an executive order early Wednesday morning that had limited federal administration officials from lobbying the government or working for foreign countries after they leave their posts, undoing one of the few measures he had instituted to fulfill his campaign promise to drain the swamp. So there you go. Well, dude, you know, I mean, like, I think what we learned also is like one. Good luck on getting an agent of change into that position ever again. Well, and keeping it, I mean, keeping him pure, you know, because I think we have had a few people take office with pure intentions, a couple here and there, you know what I mean? Who? But you can't yeah, keep, who? like Kennedy, I think, probably okay, had pure Kennedy. intentions. Yeah, but Kennedy, yeah. the assassination of Kennedy is the insertion of the cabal that is leading us right now to, to yeah. chaos. Yeah, no, I'm with you. But, but, but since the, I mean, but. You're just gonna get perverted. I mean, and I think. I mean, I think it happened with Trump. I think it's, it's. You know, they just got twisted and. And just like, dude, you can't, you can't go through every position and put in somebody who is just. It's just like you're you're picking from swamp creatures. Yeah. 
Yeah, and and let's be honest though, he picked some of the worst swamp creatures in a few. They're of all those, bad, but, uh, dude. There's, I mean, like, degrees, yeah. dude, look who Joe Biden's doing right now. Yeah. I mean, he's just picking scumbags. Although he did one of the one of the administration's last sort of moves also was to condemn this Uyghur thing in China. They officially called that a genocide. Now that China's engaged in genocide, that's the position of the U.S. government. Really? Uh, well, dude, thing. you see else, what he also did with Israel? Yeah, he's back. He's backtracked what uh, Trump was doing with moving the embassy, and now they recognize Palestine again. So interesting. Yeah, we live in interesting times. I think actually, and I both agree that he's probably going to move over into media. Though he wants to have like Trump TV because he's felt abandoned by Fox, and he he's a guy. If anything, he likes to win and get revenge. And I I could see yeah. him having all the revenge I if he does this Trump TV thing. You know how you said George. Well, Bush. was that what? They, okay, real quick. Isn't that what they said that his initial thing was supposed to be? Yeah, uh-huh. they that couldn't believe he won. Yeah. He was going to start yeah. a whole new. Thing and I buy like, that, dude. I really do. I buy that story, man. He'll get Tucker Carlson on there. His ego probably took a beating that he's going to be a one-term president. Huge, yeah. Right? Yeah. But and a lot of this stuff that they were trying to describe. Some just got so. I mean, dude, the easier, White right? House is an old ass house. Yeah. Oh, it's not. Yeah. He. They. Well, they said. Yeah. That he was when he moved in. He was just like, oh, really? This is it. Like I really kind of like living in Trump Tower. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, they 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 said I think he even asked if he could like govern out of Trump Tower part time, you know. And they were like, eh. see. But what I was saying is, uh, you know how when George Bush lost and he was done, he just sat there and started making paintings and relaxing, smoking weed. I don't think Trump can do that. That's not in him to just chill. No, he's not a chiller. Well, he needs to fucking go. George go, Bush go. was a different guy. He had failed at everything he did before that. Now we know that Trump had filed bankruptcy a bunch of times. But, you know, we'll see. I don't know, man. Yeah. We'll see, dude. I know you guys are going through a lot. Reserve judgment. I've accept, I, I have said before that, you know, if you felt that we led you down the wrong path, I am sorry. You know, I don't think anybody on the show ever said anything they didn't believe. And we are only humans. And, uh, you know, we'll get into a lot of it during the show that we recorded right now with, you know, uh, Matthew Landman. Can you hit Q real quick, Sam? I'm curious where you are with Q now because we're seeing guys like that X22 report saying that possibly Biden was in on this I, all I, along and he's me, he's man. on the good team. It's you know a lot of people talk about grifting and grifting and gri- everybody's a grifter. You know, uh, I think that there are people who are very passionate about something and it gets a following, and then they're like, "Well, I could I could maybe make money off of doing this for a living." I don't think I personally, and I could be wrong. These could be controlled opposition CIA agents, man. You never know, right? But I, I think these guys, to me, more or less believed in this stuff. And you know, Alex Jones, who I love with all my heart, man. I mean, the times I've interacted with him, he's been nothing but kind. That video he put out, going, "Oh, Q is right. Trump will be sworn in." And then halfway through, he's like, "See, I was lying to you. I just got you." Which is a clickbait thing, yeah. right? Oh, yeah. I haven't even seen that. That's hilarious. But, you know, for me, it's just, he goes, you know, we, we didn't get politically active enough. What, what do you want them to do? 80 million people, they say, when you do the voting count, right, voted for Trump. What do you want us to do? Right? I, mean, I, I, think, I think the answer is to not think that voting is, your, your, you know, your, your only voice. You've got to do other no, things. I'm with you, dude. Control your local government. And that is the government. real question right now. At this moment, we are in. 
What is where do we put our energies into? Local. You and I local. say local. Local and civil disobedience. Those are the answers. Because you can control those local elections. It's possible. The Ron Paul people got and that was, you know, such a I mean, a much smaller movement. You could say it was a catalyst for a lot of this Tea Party stuff, but it was a much smaller movement compared to this Trump thing. And those people managed to get appointed and elected to a lot of positions in, uh, you know, like elections, like offices and government uh, at local levels, you know, and to kind of influence things uh, for the better. So, yeah, dude. See, it's, yeah. There are, we got the numbers to do that, you know. See, all the people that are, that are QAnons, I mean, if obviously, I think it's pretty dead. But if you are that and you have all that passion, you can put it to something else. I think like it's you can do something else something without. Else. Yeah, just don't become cynical. That's yeah, the, that's what they want. They want you to become cynical and believe nobody and nothing. Yeah, I, and um, that is a game that they're playing. This was done on uh, Whitney Webb was right, and I, you know, I owe her a giant apology. Be skeptical, but not cynical. I think is the answer. She was like, "They're going to do this to give have nobody have faith in the system," and uh, maybe uh, you know, it, it appears that she is right. It appears like she is right. But I will say this is that Johnny's and Xavier are exactly right. We, you have to funnel this in to a different energy, which is stop leaving the two parties. Now, if you think that conspiracies are done, you know, there's a real fucking movement right now in, in, on Twitter, on social media. To demonize the people that believed in Q by the people that believe that this election was real, that Camille Harris is a good person, that Joe Biden loves America, and that even though he's been there for 40 years, he's going to change everything. Like, that to me is laughable. Well, I mean, but dude, you see, I mean, that was, that's being put forward by people in the Q movement now, that Trump is, I mean, that Biden is somehow this yeah, but Johnny, Johnny, benign it's one or two people. Yeah, it's but the every- influencers, heavy. Yeah, but I, I'm, what influence do they have right now at this moment? None. I mean, they shouldn't. Yeah, I mean, so we'll see what I, happens. I mean, I've been saying they shouldn't. So for my a while. whole thing to you guys is this: this is the realm, and the truth is that you have to work on yourself. I don't know what we talked about in the episode, so that you may hear this a little later too. But the real work is on yourself. Work on yourself. And everything around you will change. That's as local as it gets. Mm-hmm. Become a local celebrity. <laughs> local celebrity, dog. You need to be your own local celebrity. That is now the new meaning of that. It's local a- celebrity. Become a local celebrity. Work on yourself. Learn karate. Join an axe throwing club. Learn how to garden. Those are the things you need to do. Learn karate at the Y. All right, guys. Enjoy the show. We had... Uh, Matthew Landman on, and uh, he has an awesome doc on, you know, uh, chemtrails, and I'm very excited to have him on. Uh, he's part of uh, Actual Activists, and um, Franken Skies is his doc, he, and he has a new one coming out as well. Please enjoy the show. Hey guys, I want to tell you about the podcast IP Frequently, okay? Uh, a lot of people are always trying to find a, a business podcast that isn't dry as hell, okay? That isn't just data. You know, it isn't just like, ah, look at this. Uh, this is good. That's good. Okay, nobody wants that, okay? Nobody wants that. You need a little fun. You need a little comedy. It helps the medicine go down, okay? Business podcasts can be boring. 
Comedy helps you understand it, breaks it down so we can all digest it, okay, for slow people like myself, okay? You can look around, you'll find all these business podcasts, and they're boring. They're boring. They're dry. They're boring. Their hosts are like robots, okay? Guess what? I found a business podcast that's actually funny, okay? And that's why I want to tell you about the podcast IP frequently okay hosted by dave and brad and they are extremely funny they use they give out solid business advice they love 80s music and they talk about the headlines okay it's really fun it's really interesting and it's really informative okay so check out and subscribe to ip frequently okay and stay up to date on their weekly stream of episodes wherever you listen to podcasts. Can't recommend enough. IP frequently. Enjoy the show. Please follow Dave and Brad weekly stream wherever you get your podcast. Okay, so let's get into it here. I'm very excited to have this guest on. Uh, he has so much stuff going on. He is the uh, director, filmmaker and director of Frankenskies. And he is now creating Frankenstein's two climate change. He's the founder of Actual Activist and CEO of Sparrow. Okay, I'm very excited to have him on. Please welcome Matt Landman. How are you, Matt? Hey, brother. Thank you so much for having me on. I'm doing great. How about yourself? Uh, You know, it's interesting times. It's interesting times, you know, we live in. And... I have allowed myself to emotionally be uh, invest in a theater that does not know me or care about me or going to do anything for me. And uh, as I thought I shouldn't, I did. And that's kind of where I am right now. So how are you, brother? (laughs) I'm doing great. I'm happy to be at this stage in the new world order to be able to be that light for so many people. I mean, when all this stuff started rolling out one year ago, so many people reached out to me because I was the, you know, you know how it is. You're the conspiracy theorist in whatever circle that you're in. But so many people have been hitting me up with open ears and open minds and really seeing the darkness. So I'm happy to, to at least have put in the work and I'm still doing the work and I'm happy to be here. Yeah. I mean, like uh, for me, man, it's like I'm still going to keep doing what I do. You know, I'm going to have hope in humanity. I'm going to have hope in uh that people will come together and stop pain and suffering of others. And I'll still be talking about all the crazy shit going behind the screen, uh, behind the scenes. So this is sure. the most calmest I've seen you throughout a crazy time in life. Like three years ago, you would have been going crazy right now. You were like, we got to go live. We got to go there. We're going to do a video on the inauguration. We got to make a shirt. It would have been a whole different vibe right now. You're like sensei, like spiritually, like who cares? Quiet. Yeah. yeah. Like who cares? So oh, here's well. my opinion on this is that, you know, and is that we are at the same moment, like when we just had Martin Luther King Day, right? Like, did anyone really go crazy about it? No, because we just had two years of social injustice. And it was like, so like at this moment that we had, it's kind of like, it's what it is, man. I mean, we've been going through this and... I don't know if our worst fears are being realized, but we'll see what happens, man. And a lot of times we get very, very like, oh, the boogeyman's coming. Does the boogeyman ever come? So we'll see what happens. That's my whole opinion. Uh, Matt, tell me a little bit about you and what you do so our listeners and our viewers uh, can learn a little about you. 
Yes, happily. And in regards to what you were just talking about, we kind of are just in a place where we have to roll with the punches and play with what we've got. I mean, the media is going to tell us one thing, and then it's it's not going to happen. You know, we just have to be on our toes and represent the truth the best we can. So me, Matt, my name is Matt Landman. I'm 40 years old. I grew up in uh, Virginia, right outside Washington, D.C. I ended up over in California trying to go to film school. And in my early 30s, I had worked so many jobs. I ended up working on an organic potato farm. And out there, I witnessed weather control, weather modification, drought causation. And in that juncture, I truly woke up to chemtrails and started having this big aha moment that it wasn't just 9-11. You know, there was a lot more truth to be had. And once I started digging into the chemtrail thing, I started seeing that the truth was not being represented adequately. And I thought I could do a better job with maybe a movie and whatnot. So I dove in. I created actualactivists.com, which is this umbrella of truth. It focuses primarily on 5G, health, uh, chemtrails, vaccines, um, GMO, and fluoride, because those are the the big ones. But it really goes into everything, if you have the time, actualactivists.com. And then that ended up being an umbrella for truth, where I started hosting conferences, especially chemtrail summits, geoengineering conferences. And then Frankenstein's The Movie came out in 2017. And um, one of the big highlights was I hosted uh, my, the third annual global uh, geoengineering conference, Stop Geoengineering Summit or Chemtrail Summit, down in Tucson, when Bill Gates and David Keith, uh, two years ago, were trying to have this this big experiment to spray the skies with chemtrails publicly to launch them publicly. And we went down there, we had a conference, a protest, a concert, and we stopped them temporarily from having this normalization public launch of chemtrails to save us from global warming, climate change. So I'm an activist in 5G world and I'm an activist in the fluoride space and I'm an activist basically boots on the ground anywhere I can be what I, and you know, with what I've got. So I've created a uh, EMF protective clothing line and I'm coming out Franken Skies 2, and I'm just doing what I can to play my part. So thanks so much. Guys, I want to tell you about our good friends at CBD Line. Okay, guys, for too long, Big Pharmaceuticals has had a monopoly on our health, okay? They've turned a large section of our society into drug-addicted zombies just to maximize their profits. I say, fuck you, Big Pharmaceuticals. And that's why my professional friends... In this fight against Big Pharmaceutical is CBD Line, okay? They are founded by professionals in the medical recreation cannabis space. With their experience, they know how to squeeze the maximum effectiveness out of each CBD product, okay? Their focus on quality and honesty is transparent, which can be seen with their third-party test results of each batch, okay? So here's what's going on for you guys, Swarm Troopers. This is what it is. For all the listeners, for all the Swarm, all the Swarm Troopers, CBD Line has a generous 20% off code for you, okay? Go to CBDLine.com. That's CBDLine, like the animal, .com, and enter in the coupon code TIN. Foil. That code never expires for here to the end of this dimension, okay? To the end of the dimension, all right? No matter what happens, you can use that code. All society crumbles. A giant nuclear bomb goes off. If you can find Wi-Fi and you need some CBD, you can use the promo throughout code. Throughout the universe in perpetuity. And throughout the universe in perpetuity, you can use this promo code. So whether you're in pain, looking to calm the anxiety, raise some stress, 
live a healthier life, CBD is a great potential alternative for you to look into. And if you're in the sobriety and you're sober, dude, there's no weed in this shit, okay? If you want weed, they have flour. If you want something that won't get you high because you don't want to lose your day count, boom, CBD, dude. None of that THC, homeboy. We go deep, sober, dog, okay? Together, we can starve big pharmaceutical cats by using alternative methods that they don't want you to know about. Holla at your boy. Thank you, CBD. We love you very much. Enjoy the show. Well, I think I am uh, excited to talk to you because everything you talk about is a passion of mine. And I am uh, excited. Uh, Are you concerned in this day and age that being a voice of truth could could, uh, make you end up in uh, some kind of camp or something? Are Are you concerned of that at all? I mean, I've given us, of course, I give it some thought, but I would never not be an activist. I mean, this path that I've chosen, there are road bumps and, and roadblocks. And, you know, maybe I'm on a list that, I mean, it's going to get really weird and really wild. And I've been trying to think about and theorize where this year could go or the next couple of years. And with all this like contact tracing and whatnot, they could easily round up the activists and say, oh, you, you were on the contact tracing list. We got to get you this new COVID UK variant, we got to get you in this FEMA camps and cha-cha-cha, there you are. You know, you're lined up with all your peers and the truth has been like literally silenced. But at the same time, I believe in the, the higher forces that, you know, offer protection and all these sort of things. I mean, if they wanted me, they would have came and got me a long time ago kind of thing. So I'm not, I have zero fear in the, any of that. And I think that a lot of those FEMA camps, dystopias and that predictive programming conditioning, I mean, they push that envelope, but anything short of the dystopia, we won't rise up. So I think it's like the slow and steady frog and boiling water. I mean, I, we could have an alien invasion who freaking knows, but I really don't think that they'll come rounding us up anytime soon. And by the time they think that that's their last ditch effort, that the truth has got to be silenced, it'll have spread so much that they won't be able to stop it at that juncture anyway. So I'm not scared. Well, my whole opinion is this, if it does happen, so be it, and uh, we're just passing through. That's my honest opinion, that this is a realm, and this realm, we're here to learn how to deal with pain and suffering while helping others, and uh, I really, honest to God, believe that, and that's why I'm calm, because we're just passing through. We're not meant to be here forever, and those who want to live forever, <laughs> I, I just think that's uh, the the most incredible level of hell ever because you're not supposed to live here forever. You're supposed to come, uh, you know, pass on. So. Difference between wanting to live forever and your body as a temple, though. That's kind of what I. That's that's biblical. I, I kind of believe that you want to take care of your body as best you can. That's what we're commanded to do if you're a Christian. So, yeah, that's what. That's really what I'm. I'm not. So like, are my are tats like not cool? Like this one is supposed to be Second Amendment, but it looks like a giant black. <laughs> am I, am I, going I thought we to weren't jail? saying that. I thought that was the thing we weren't supposed to say because I remember when you first realized that's what it looks like. You were like, Dude, "Don't say that." Well, you know, uh, it just kind of lean into it. So where do we start with this? So to the people, I have a buddy of mine I do a show with him. I love him very much. His name is Brian Callen. He believes in no conspiracies whatsoever. And at some point, I'd love to have you on that show to talk to him about uh, conspiracy, in particular chemtrails. He does not believe in chemtrails. What is your thoughts 
on people who don't want to believe this whole theory? Uh, well, my thoughts would be that maybe they don't want to do the research because if you do enough digging, the truth is right there in your face. Um, there's also my film. If you want to sit down for an hour and a half, uh, 30 minutes in, I've had, I've had people that literally will not go there. 30 minutes into the film, it's, it's self-revealing. I take footage from the 1920s, 30s, 40s, 50s, 60s, and it's a chronological timeline of historical military footage that shows that they've learned how to uh, weaponize the weather, uh, aerosolize chemicals to manipulate the weather, and that geoengineering has been, it's this Hegelian dialectic problem reaction solution that they've been planning this for a long time. And you guys touched upon very briefly the transhumanism aspect and the body being a temple but not living forever through robotic means and what have you. And we could go down that rabbit hole forever, and that's another conspiracy that's all linked together. But for people that do not want to go there with the chemtrails, I say, well, there's a lot of research out there if you want to talk about the charged aerosol release experiment care program through NASA where they have a fleet of drones and planes that spray the skies with aluminum, barium, and strontium to make, quote, noctilucent clouds to, quote, use the atmosphere as a laboratory. That's just one program. There's also the tropospheric aerosol program through the Department of Energy that's launched in 2001 publicly but hidden in plain sight where they mix chemicals in the sky to, to mess with the troposphere, to ultimately maybe not let solar power proliferate so that the Department of Energy, dirty energy, uh, coal, and oil can proliferate. But there's so many programs going on at once. And then they'll show you a photo of a gridded chemtrail sky and say, this is geoengineering. We need to do this to save you from yourself. So at the same time, I would get in the conversation with your friend. I would talk about geoengineering and this, this, this um, Bill Gates, Harvard-backed, prospective uh, theorized solution where they're using stock photos from things we see in our sky, but saying, this is what we're going to do to save you from yourself. How can they even have these photos? You know, we could, we could go there, but there's just so much research. And even just looking at the skies, um, how come some days the planes don't emit anything? And there's a lot of stuff that really you just have to open your eyes. I mean, I'd, I, if I was going to go down the conspiracy rabbit hole with your friend, I would start probably with 9-11 because that's a lot of people that I know began there, like myself. And if you can't go there with 9-11 and you think that the building fell on itself, and we can talk about Building 7, we can talk about how the, the reporter from... I mean, I'm going down a whole other story, but there was a reporter from the BBC who announced that Building 7 had fallen, and it's in the background behind her. You know, the Pentagon, the plane engines two-ton titanium steel engines just disappear and don't even break the windows where they're supposed to hit. Like, that's a really easy conspiracy to go down and talk about. So is fluoride, so is the ingredients in vaccines. I mean, there's so many. To just an overall blanket and say you don't believe in, in conspiracies is like saying you don't believe in water or something like that. I mean, it's right, <laughs> right there. And these terms have been kind of, like, targeted. I mean, the whole conspiracy theorist, you know, we know that was, that was a term right after JFK assassination. That was very... Tactics. They're very smart how the CIA came up with that turn to pin us against ourselves. You know, I mean, divide and conquer, that's how they do. So for the chemtrail space, it's tough for people that want to have that cognitive dissonance. I mean, are they going to sit down and watch Franken's guys? Are they going to see that, you know, Project Popeye and, and Agent Orange and all these things in the 20s, 30s, 40s, 50s, 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s? You know, when did they stop using the weapon that they perfected, you know, last week? Yeah, so we have Mark e, uh, Mark e, Max Egan 
Egan on, and uh, he was talking about, because, you know, it's kind of crazy. This was like one year ago that he was on, and it was the Australian fires. Because you remember, like, dude, 2021 said, fuck <laughs> you, and just out the gate started just lighting us up, right? And we, at the time, you would, have, you would be well within, you'd be a reasonable person to say, this is going to be the biggest story of the year. This is the craziest thing. Uh, no, 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 no. <laughs> is that nuts, dude? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's nuts, yeah. right? 2020. I mean, someone said 2021 has the easiest job ever, you know, <laughs> you know, but, you know, Max was talking about how they've been spraying the skies for years and they've been engineering the weather and that it was just a perfect recipe for a giant freaking fire. Uh, and then we saw this happen in uh, California. I know you were out here at working on a farm uh, and working with, you know. And we've had these giant, giant fires that, like, I've been here for 25 years. I don't remember, like, fires being like they, they were now. Every year, on the year, just giant areas, just on fire. You know, we got into this drought. All of a sudden, everyone's like, dude, it's always a drought. We just accepted it. And then these things burnt up. I mean, what is ultimately the goal at this point? To just destroy humanity? To... To take land from people at a very cheap cost that would normally cost them bazillions of dollars. Like, you know, we had the thing in California where the fires followed that high-speed rail system they wanted to put in. And, and um, Bar- not Barbara Boxer. Who's the other? Who's the other? Diana Feinstein. Is that her name? Her husband got part of a billion-dollar uh, contract to build a high-speed rail system. And that that went away when people were outraged. But basically, my thought is like, what do you, what do you think the goal is at this point? Well, so that's a that's a big question. And for the geoengineering chemtrails thing, it's everyone wants to know before they can really sink their teeth into it and comprehend it. They want to know. People want to know the who, what, why, where, when, yes, and how, yes, so they can yes. they want to convey this to their friends, family, and peers, and they don't feel comfortable because they know they're going to ask those questions: the who, the why, the what. And, and all that. So for the, for the why, okay, so first off, last year, 11,000 lightning strikes in a very short couple-day period. A world record 11,000 lightning strikes hit California and lit all these fires up. Now, when you know that we can precipitate lightning through lasers and that the weather has been engineered. So let's just back up. In 1920, the weather was engineered in San Diego by uh, Professor Hatfield. He sprayed some chemical concoction and made it flood in San Diego. So any talk of drought or, or any of that, the weather has been engineered and controlled all the way back to literally the 20s, 100 years ago. The, the newspapers used to talk about it like it was common knowledge. The public knew that the weather could be manipulated, and cloud seeding is even popular enough that you can cloud seed at ski slopes or cloud seed a, a hydrological dam for the power plants. You can make it sunny on your wedding day if you've got enough money. <laughs> the weather is very easily engineered. So that's, that's something that people need to really understand, first of all. Now, let's talk about geoengineering. There's a proposal by Bill Gates and these climate scientists, and it's really going to get amped up with this next, with, with Biden in office. This oh. geoengineering is really going to come into the mainstream light. The powers that be say that they need to dim our sun all the time, everywhere, 
with planes spraying aluminum, maybe. They're going to figure out what chemical works best. Trust me, it's aluminum. They've been doing it for a while. It's showing up in our rainwater and our plants, and it's, it's toxic. And it is actually a patented fire accelerant. So they're spraying this stuff on our forests already. No wonder we're having this light up. So what's the end game scenario? They want to convince us that we need to block out our sun with geoengineering. Well, how can they get us from A to Z? Well, first they'll scare the crap out of us and tell us that there's climate change. That's why it's called climate chains, like shackles, my sequel, because they're tricking us with mm. the tools that, they're, they're, are, that they already have, the chemtrails. They're using the chemtrails to trick us into thinking that there's these horrible storms and that there's the horrible drought and that there's these crazy fires. They're using that tool to eventually convince us we need to do something about it, about climate change, about global warming, which is the control of our sunlight. And if you can control who gets sunlight and who does not, you control the world. I mean, the Lyndon B. Johnson, he's grinding his teeth when he gives the speech saying, you control the weather, you control the world. And that's right after JFK was assassinated and he was taking the realm, the reign. And they knew at that point that they can control the weather. All right, so if you can control who gets rain, who does not. I mean, if you don't know, Bill Gates is now the largest farm landowner in the United States. Okay, so there's all these rumors of food shortages and whatnot. Bill Gates is also the, quote, sugar daddy for the geoengineering projects of the world. Okay, if these people are allowed to get public, quote, unquote, consent, which they, they engineer the consent anyways, then they can control what countries and what people have sunlight who gets rain, who does not. And literally, if you can control the sunlight of the planet, you can control everything. And also, I think we're on a spiritual ascension destiny of some sort. And I think that the sun has something to do with triggering our light code. And I think there's some very evil scumbags on earth that know something that we don't. And they think that if they get control of our life source energy, that they can control everything. And so it's really, really important to realize that the end game for them is control of our life force energy. I mean, putting us into an ice age, they'd have pretty big control then if they could just go in their underground bunkers and watch everyone die off. Lastly, if Bill Gates just wanted to take the year off and not grow food for a year, we'd go into a food shortage. Us, the people of the United States, no one man should be able to have that much power. It is unbelievable, right? It is unbelievable. You know, a lot of people are are now beating up all the Q people because apparently the Q people were too passive, they said. And I don't know what they wanted the Q people to do. Was it to burn everything down? I mean, what is, what is, what is the proper response to all the information coming out? Because apparently the people on the left who fall, fell for every single fucking lie the mainstream media put out is calling the, the Q people stupid. And they're idiots. And then the black pill people are calling the Q people idiots because they are pacified. But what were they supposed to do? What were they supposed to do? Now, Johnny's theory is that we should have burnt down everything if we, if we really thought that the, uh, the, the election was stolen, which I 100% know is true. But my question is, what do we do, dude? What do we do? What, I mean, we, gotta, we have a real-life as far as we know, based on the information we're getting, a real-life villain. See, to me, it seems, if you want to 
put your super black pill hat on, that Q could be the ultimate way of, of pacifying people because it told them that somebody else was handling this in the government. You know what I mean? Somebody else had a hand in it. There was an invisible hand, yeah. and it was moderating everything. And right, right. So let's say... And you can, you can stay at home. Just keep reading these Q drops, you know? But 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 what is the proper response then to finding out you've lost your democracy? Pro- what I mean, is it though? It, it it it's what I, I mean. It's moving, mo- yeah, moving. But on. you know that, right? Why then you didn't do anything, and you're not a Q guy either. No, yeah, but no. So so what is the proper response to this? I don't because think everybody wants. I don't think it, I'm not talking about. I'm not talking. Yeah, but it's not. I'm not talking about violence, man. I'm I'm talking about like. So you think you, the, that that. We can, okay. I don't want to get into this, but my point is, I think this. I'm, I'm talking we about changing our a, politics. Voting. Okay, I don't want to talk about this because we're going to talk about on the next episode yeah, okay. that's going to come out. Yeah. Okay, I want to talk about small government. This discussion we have right now that there is one guy who is associated with this plague. We have one guy that's associated with buying all the farmland, and we have a guy now who's trying to block out the sun. <laughs> right? It's crazy. So everybody can talk about the being pacified by Q. We have this information now. What are we supposed to do? Nobody's doing there's no Q in this right now. Nobody's doing anything. And the reason nobody's doing anything is because right now everybody's like, we got a real good thing, man. Don't fuck this up. I also don't think this information is as accessible. As as the election information was, uh, you know, I don't think as many people are aware. No, of this. I understand that that is a point, but there are a lot of people that do know about, it, and I'm not mm-hmm. questioning anybody who has this. Going, hey, pussy, why aren't you doing anything? I'm not doing that at all because I know about it, and I'm not like it's because people are still comfortable. They still got their exactly house. It. They got their food. They still got the internet. They can still go on Twitter. Technically, that's why people are still comfortable. Wait, wait till they can't eat. Remember when the toilet paper was freaking out? People were freaking out over toilet paper. Yeah. Yeah. yeah no, I mean, that's what I it is. It'll have to become undeniable and unbearable. Yeah. For- I, I mean, I have, I have 20 cans of chunky soup at home because everybody told me that fucking they were about to fucking have 10 days of darkness. Well, hey, got twenty you, cans hey, that's, of you, fucking you chunky soup. Still keep yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. You yeah, still got. I that's mean, that's a, chunky soup, man. I'm gonna hold it, yeah. dude. I ain't giving away chunky. Dude, it might be worse. Some, it might be worse. Chunky more. soup is the new Bitcoin. <laughs> <laughs> dude, I'll give you uh, three gravy and beans for one steak chunk. So the point is, my point is, like we have a real superhero. We have a real super villain, a real one, a real life one. And nobody's doing. And then you have people like Joe Rogan's my good friend talking about what a great person Bill Gates is. We have two supervillains, uh, Joe uh, Benz, uh, Bezos. Whatever Bezos, Bezos. Bezos. His he's a supervillain too. He's got it all. Oh, he's the reason like Parler got taken away from Amazon, and they he's, he runs all the fucking internet. I think he. I think even he's, Bill Gates to a point is just a face. That the real people making decision never let you know who they are. I agree with that they completely. Pick, they yeah. pick a fucking dude to be the face. Yeah, because Bill Gates, there's nothing in his background that would make you think like this guy is gonna ascend. Yeah. To, you know, there they just I disagree with that. They, they grabbed him up. No, but if you look, I mean, the guy was in his software. Dad and his family started Planned Parenthood. No, but I mean, like his his train. You know, he wasn't like trained for this. Is what I mean. You know, like if he he wasn't your ideal like 
scientist? Black, black ops guy to me. I don't know. I don't know. See, man. they couldn't have put what Steve Jobs on that. Uh, we're sitting our guesses like... <laughs> I mean, I've given it a lot of thought, trust me. And they have. They've created a boogeyman. I mean, if we back up, they said that we were going to go into a civil war into this election, right? And the gun stores were sold out of guns. I mean, I went to the shop and checked it out. They were sold out. So everyone got strapped because we thought they thought there was some Antifa civil war on the horizon. And now there's nothing. But still, we're armed, right? And now the boogeyman, Bill Gates, wants to mass vaccinate everybody. And a lot of people don't know he's the boogeyman, but he sure did get blown up on his Instagram when he first came, when this whole COVID first came out. So a lot of people do hate the guy, but the media is making him into the villain, you know, so they want us to hate him. And then what are we going to do? Militia up? I mean, that's not going to it's not going to happen. We're not going to win. So it's like, what can we do? What could we do? The truthers are like spread out all over the place and they're definitely not armed. When I started seeing this, and I think it's, it's propaganda, that the 5G towers were being attacked by conspiracy theorists. And then this guy in um, Nashville, they say that he believed in, the front page was like, he believed in lizard people and he bombed the 5G tower. Yeah. And then the, <laughs> yeah. in the UK, it was 77 towers got burned. Yo, do you know how many activists that I know you can't hardly get them to do shit. Sorry, can I, I, they can't. You can't get them to do anything. Swear, dude. Let it out. Let it out. I don't see any of my activist peers burning down five G towers. Okay, there's a ninety nine point nine percent chance that a CIA agent did it and said that activists did it and reptilian believers and all this nonsense. It's like, how would we actually? get the momentum to go guillotine Bill Gates anyways. People are scared. They don't know what to do. And we are stuck in a frequency of fear. And even the people that know that, that COVID is nonsense and whatever, and they're breaking out of it, and they know that Bill Gates is, is the devil and whatnot, they're still stuck in fear. And I think that's part of it. The media wants you to be afraid of the boogeyman and, and think someone else is going to do it. And yeah, give your power away to Q and all these sort of things. But ultimately, I think that we need to bounce out of fear here. I'll tell a really quick story. When this COVID thing first happened, I was totally getting blown up on my phone. I mean, just numbers. I don't even know what's going on Matt. what can we do? Are we going to go into martial law? People calling me from other countries. Are we going to go into martial law? And I'm like, no man, this is total nonsense. Like this is stupid. It's probably never going to end, but it's not going to be like, like this crazy. Everyone was so scared. And I went and visited my one friend. He's hand sanitizing his hands. And he's totally like, you could see he's cowered over in fear. And I gave the fool a hug and I was like, dude, you got to break out of this. And I then somehow got this frequency of fear for like a couple hours. I was like, I was like afraid to drive my car. I thought I was going to get pulled over. And I was just like, <laughs> literally I was spun out on fear for just a couple hours. Like I had that frequency that was humming through my town. Everyone had it. I mean, not only they're masked out, but they're like, the signs are all, this is California, like a few weeks into it, you know, people were really wigged out. And somehow I was embracing that frequency of fear on accident. And then I was able to see the flip side and totally snap out of it and see that fear as a thing. And I was able to embrace, you know, the opposite of it, truth and love and all this stuff. And it was really empowering. And what people need to do is snap out of that. Like, we're so afraid of Bill Gates and come into this like we're under attack because they're afraid of us. They don't want us to come into our true powers. You know what I'm saying? And if we can come into our true powers, then we're unstoppable. So we need to snap out of the fear, snap out of this whole the boogeyman's coming to get us and honor our sovereignty and not let our neighbors get forced vaccinated and stand up for our our community. You know what I'm saying? Well, we're in an interesting place because we have uh, over time 
they have made us more emotionally based than facts based. Emotions right now are the most important things in the world. We have allowed emotions. We live in a world where believe all women, Black Lives Matter are are are, are celebrated. Now we should believe women. If a woman says I've been sexually assaulted, we should believe them. We should help her go to the law enforcement, and we should make sure the evidence is collected and help them. Black Lives Matter, of course Black Lives Matter, because the original saying is Black Lives Matter too, which means all lives matter, okay? But man, if you say save the children, you're a fucking piece of shit. Whack job. Think about that. Think about what that means. That you are a more level-headed adult if you support people who have a say in where they are than supporting children who have no say where they are. None. None. I have two beautiful daughters. I love them more than anything. I'd kill everybody in this room to keep them safe, okay? Everybody. Slit throat. Nice. Sorry about that. Kill everybody, dude. You know? Right? But when they got to go oh, yeah. nighttime, when it's nighttime, it's nighttime. Mommy and daddy decide it's nighttime. Guess where they're going? Nighttime. And all they could do is cry. They can't stop nighttime. Nighttime's coming. Sleepy time's coming. I know for you, you have to get sleep. Babies don't want to go to sleep. They want to watch Elmo and stay up. Right? But I know they got to go sleep. Children have no say in what's going on with them. They have to trust us that we're making the best deal. And there are scumbags out there that aren't doing that. But yet, these fucking white females in particular, and there's a lot of white women who listen to the show, and I love you very much. It's not applying to you. You know exactly who I'm talking about. These blue check mark fucking lazy people on the internet who fucking think, believe all women until you accuse someone you like of something, then they're fucking crazy whack job people, okay? And Black Lives Matter until they're burning down everything, uh, burning down businesses that fucking didn't do anything to everybody, but that doesn't fucking matter, okay? That's the world we live in. And I would love to wake everybody up. But I'm also in a place where it's like, you do you, man. You want that shot? No matter how many fucking things come out saying people are dying, getting bell palsy. If you want the shot, you want the shot. But don't tell me I got to take the shot. Uh, and save the children? Okay, how about having an American flag? You, you have an American flag. Oh, you, you're a racist. You're a Trump supporter with just an American flag on your car. I, I know, but I'm also like, you know what, man? I mean, I'm really sorry, dude. My, you know, I just found out my great uncle passed. In World War II at age 21. I don't know why I didn't know that. Nobody told COVID me COVID death. COVID death. <laughs> COVID death. My uncle World <laughs> in War I. 1940s died of COVID. <laughs> um, and that really affected me, man. Really affected me, man. Uh, really affected me. I have, I have family in law enforcement. But, man, since if, we've had a president assassinated. We've had a flo- election stolen in Florida. We've had planes flown into buildings, and now we've had a complete and utter hijacking of an election. And my question to you is, what's the point of a military if they're not going to defend and stop that shit? Because what we're finding out is what we've seen in third world countries, which is they're there to protect the rich. The military is not, I mean, they're not even supposed to operate on American soil, really. Yeah. I mean, but what what if, what we? It's our job. That's the people. We the people. That's our job, man. I guess so. I mean, maybe. We're and I think to... it's civil disobedience, by the way, to answer your question. I think it, I, when, you, when you're playing, John Lennon said this, 
perhaps most famously it's been said a million times, but when you're playing violence, you're playing their game. They do that better. They'll always do that better than us. But you can That's an interesting civil, thing, dude. Civil disobedience is the answer Johnny, to me. Johnny, is the National Guard considered the military? Yeah, right. Yeah, the National Guard though is run by the state, so they can mm-hmm. and there are exceptions to that, of course, but you know. Um our second show canceled, so we're good. Okay. So we can get into some stuff today if we want. Um, yeah, man. I mean, we're it's crazy things, dude. I mean, I've done tours around the world supporting the military. But my question is, and this isn't about the individual soldier. This is about the people running the show. Well, they're just like any politician. I mean, it's politics once you get to a certain point in the military. And those guys have to compromise their souls, you know, to get up to once you get to, I think it's like full bird colonel, you know, full colonel. Once you're beyond that, it's all politics, apparently, promotions and stuff. Well, well, they were scared that the National Guard they had to give out like a like a little statement where they thought the National Guard might turn on itself. Yeah, well, they <laughs> were, they so, were, yeah, yeah. well, they were doing extra vetting on the guys that were going to be there uh, around the Capitol yeah. and the White House, and because the whole they were going like, well, two thirds of white people voted for Trump. National Guard's full of white people. That means there's some Trumpers in here, and they might turn on us mid mid inauguration. I was like, "Wow, you guys don't Who trust no one." Who were you doing no an impression one. of? Was that I Nancy Pelosi or Mitch McConnell? Uh, Nancy Pelosi. Okay. Uh, <laughs> but back to back to our conversation. I want to get into: Do you believe the California fires were the result of geoengineering? Oh, 100%. You don't get 11,000 lightning strikes, uh, global record. Never have we ever seen anything like that. And then you've got, I mean, at the time, Trump was, was blaming, or Biden and Trump got into a debate about it. And they started talking climate change and this and that. I mean, if we got into the fires thing, I'd, 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 I'd have to get into um, where I'm living in southern Oregon. I witnessed some, some really suspicious fires that I think had to do with uh, integrating cell towers and these smart meters. Some of these smart meters are built to literally fry your whole house. These houses are being completely pulverized. They look like they've got electrical fires and the bushes out front are just chilling. It's because these smart meters don't have the surge protection going to the main line. But you asked questions earlier about like, how can the the higher ups do it? And you say it's just politics. I've given it a lot of thought and it's compartmentalization, indoctrination and need to know basis. It's indoctrination, compartmentalization, need to know basis. And people ask me, well, how could they possibly spray the skies? Who, who's doing it? And don't they have families? They're compartmentalized. They're on a need to know basis. And they're totally freaking brainwashed. But I was doing, um, I've, got, uh, I've got like six, almost 60,000 followers on my Facebook. And I was doing this recap the other day on 2020. And I want to just share something with you guys really quick because I know you'll get a kick of it because you guys are awesome. So a kick out of it. So I'm 2020 good. was genius. Okay, the way that the powers that be manipulated the public. And how did they get us from you can't leave your house to Black Lives Matter to go go attack and blow up your local uh, grocery store or whatever, because maybe they're racist and whatnot. And I really wanted to just give some example of how it played out in my head, because when I first saw people. Right. So I, I came into town. Right. And I saw this gaggle of people and they're sitting outside my local grocery store with this sign and the sign says i can't breathe and they're wearing masks brother and i was like oh thank god they're protesting the masks right (laughs) and i say to them i'm like yeah you're anti-mask and they're like huh 
No. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, well, what do you mean you're you're holding a sign? I can't breathe. And like, what are you racist or something? And I'm like, no, no, no. What's going What's going on? I had no idea what was going on, right? And I wanted to create some sort of metaphor to just wake the fucking people up because people are so see. brainwashed. Here's what happens. When you're trying to train a dog or MK Ultra a human or something like that, you traumatize them. And then before that trauma has worn off, you traumatize them again. And that first trauma is just ingrained. So we're in this trauma of masks. And then all of a sudden, we're shown this guy getting killed, you know, whether it was a hoax or whatever. An African-American male was killed by a cop and everyone saw it and it went viral. And somehow Zuckerberg and nobody could stop the viral video, right? Imagine I was out wearing a blindfold and having this sign up but they were not related at all. One having to do the media told me to do it. One having to do the media told me to do it. Both of them being completely unrelated. That's exactly what that was. That's exactly what we all witnessed. But people don't see the witchcraft and the mind control. And people don't see how they're being completely traumatized to accept something as a fact. So now people like, actually stick up for their masks because they made one with their daughter or something like that. And when you go into the grocery store, there's a sign. It says entrance. Okay. Entrance. Yes. But I'm looking into all this word magic. <laughs> yes, yes. You're walking into the grocery store to get your, your entrance on to get input in a, in a trance and they hand you a one-time use blue medical mask, which everyone listening never wear these things, please. They're lined with PTFE. You can look this up, PTFE masks, which stands for polytetrafluoroethylene, which is Teflon, which is fluoride. So they're literally giving you a fluoride mask from China. It's off-gassing fluoride. They're spraying your skies with aluminum, which bonds to fluoride and creates a toxic environment in your brain, gives you dementia and Alzheimer's. But then also the ingredients in these vaccines, it's (laughs) aluminum also. And when you start to learn about aluminum, the aluminum industry, fluoride is a byproduct of making aluminum. They want to bond to each other. So when you get nano fluoride and nano aluminum and you put it in a body, it bypasses your blood brain barrier and they start having chemical reactions in your brain. Not only are you passive, you have no, like you have no cognitive level enough anymore to fight anything because you're going into Alzheimer's and dementia. And that's why those things are skyrocketing. But yeah, those one time use medical masks, not only would they never prevent a virus anyways, but they're meant to be used one time only. And they have one layer of Teflon from China, which is fluoride. So it's all just this big hocus-pocus witchcraft to get people in this trance, I swear. And I wouldn't be surprised if we have one more layer of trauma this year so that people identify with and stick with these masks for the rest of our lives, which I don't want to see and I hate. But I do think showing your face is going to be like this real revolution nowadays. I mean, you ask, what do we do? What do we do? Like about the Bill Gates thing and stuff. I say don't wear a mask when you're driving your fucking car for one. You know, yeah. so let's start with that. Yeah, I'm you know, with you. You know dude. how I know he's right? Uh, because you're seeing now a lot of tech companies rolling out these advanced new masks. There's no way they'd make that kind of investment in, in research and development if they didn't know these things are going to be around at least at least a while. Well, you know? in China, they will, I mean, like in Asian countries, they yeah, would wear masks pollution. when they were sick. Right, too, but when too. they were sick. Instead of covering your hand, they would wear a mask. Hey, I'm a little sick. I'm okay with that. You know? What do these masks do, Johnny? 
Pardon? Like what? Well, what, no, they're just like uh, I, like I think Razor announced one at CES that it's just it's it's clear plastic, so you can see your mouth. Yeah, it's N95 right? rated, and it's got speakers in it. Spe- <laughs> oh, speakers! Yeah, that that t- and a microphone that you know enhance your voice, oh, so you're not muffled. Oh my right. That's god! That's fucking cute, and it well, won't fog up. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Oh, the, the NFL is gonna love that. That's probably just for the NFL. <laughs> um. So, it's got oh, it's got RGB lights too. I forgot. Sorry, it's got LEDs. You know that you can change the colors of. Oh, it's really necessary. So so now we got them engineering the skies, turning into a Kindle box. Right? What that is that? What the correct term is? Yeah, Kinder box. Tender, tender box. Tender box. Tender tender box. It's kindling or tender box. Yeah, there's a, okay. Yeah. And on top of that, now they can control the weather in terms of like lightning and how hard is it to start. A giant brush fire. You know, I've told the story before on the show, and I'm sorry I'm going to tell it again, but some people came from Paradise, California. They came to a show with us when we did um, Sacramento, mm-hmm. and they pulled me aside after the show, which, by the way, uh, some blonde chick from PG&E was hanging smoke out. Smoke show. She was a smoke, smoke show. show. Uh, and she was the second, this was the second show in a row, people from PG&E just um, PG&E came to my live shows because we had been talking a lot about the fires. And they came on the show, and she was telling me she saw a giant ship that looked like a cigar, a silver cigar in the sky. And there was this light that went back and forth, back and forth, and everyone was just staring. And all of a sudden, the light just went bam, bam, boom, boom, and there was a bright light, and everywhere she saw, she looked, there was fires. And I'm like, fuck. I mean, that's the kind of engineering they have, dude. And, you know, what? And just like, look how specific. What are your thoughts on how specific these fires were that they, we, we, th- these were forest fires that did not burn forests? What do you think about that, <laughs> Matt? Oh, I've, I've witnessed it already. Um, I was near Paradise when that happened. And I have uh, friends in Santa Rosa, so I was all over that Santa Rosa one. And then the Almeida fire in Ashland, Oregon, um, I witnessed that one uh, firsthand. And these fires are very suspicious. They're not sustained forest fires like creeping up on a town and then burning the town. These, these events are happening overnight or in the middle of the night, even just a few hours. And it's boom, boom, boom. The, the trees are kind of singed, but anything metal is, is like melted, literally melted. Um, I have a prop. Uh, that I grabbed from a recent fire and it's, it's little literally molten metal. These fires are very suspect the way they go from metal to metal. But I think what, what your um, um, witness was experiencing potentially was the surging of smart meters. Okay. These smart meters are connected via microwaves that, and they connect from each other to each other to each other in this whole internet of things network. Okay. But they also connect to the local cell tower, All right. And then also, if you want to talk about it, these trees are being sprayed with barium and aluminum, both patented fire accelerants. So if there were some tech where they could kind of uh, because the trees are embedded with this aluminum and this metal. okay, and once these they're lit on fire, they could steer the fires by any of these things being little antennas, basically by steering anything with a cell phone signal. This is just theories that I have, but these fires have been so, so specific. They'll tear through a town and in the Almeida fire in um, Ashland, Oregon, 2,400 about homes got lit up, all low income. The Bougie Littles uh, Shakespeare Festival, um, all their little 
like nice little things. They're nice little restaurants, a nice little police station. Everything was left fine, except for what it seemed like they wanted to take care of in this like facelift of the community. And then they say, oh, like literally in this instance, there were arsons that lit the fires. And then the fires all of a sudden whipped through town in a, in a 12 hour time frame, obliterated only metal structures and left the trees standing and the picket fences are standing. And everyone says it was climate change related. Well, no, they were started by arsonists. And this was during a period. So it got, it got really crazy last year. There was 11,000 lightning strikes in California, but then all of a sudden, um, Seattle and Portland were just lit up. Uh, there were a hundred fires in Portland lit during a one week time frame, all by Antifa and up and down the freeway in um, Washington state and Oregon, there were fires being lit one after another. And these arsonists were being arrested and then let out of jail that day and lighting more fires. And supposedly they have these George Soros ties where they're, they basically can't get in trouble. They, they get, they do these things and then they just get, they immediately get out of jail and what have you. But all these fires are being lit and all these massive, uh, quote unquote forest fires were obliterating communities, but no one said that they were arson caused. There's no FBI investigation. They blame it. They blame it on climate change and forest fires, but there's some serious suspects stuff going on. So PG&E, mind you, is Enron. Okay. This is the big power company in California. And Enron was very, very shady. And they, they engineered these fake blackouts and rolling blackouts and whatnot. And then they were caught and then they had to go bankrupt, but they're still the same evil company. And so when the paradise thing happened, they said, Oh yeah, it was our fault. We're going bankrupt. And if you want to sue us, you have this little window of opportunity. It was our fault that we, um, weren't uh, taking safe precautions because they say it was the smart meters. They say that the power line surged all the way down and that there was all these surges along the way and that the electrical fires caused the problem, you know? So they tell the public the truth in a way that maybe there was a cloaked drone or something that, that made all these things light up, or maybe the cell tower made all these things light up at once. But the fact of the matter is these Houses are being pulverized in these communities, and it's being normalized that these quote-unquote forest tire fires are rushing through towns. There's no sustained inferno to even create these high temperatures to melt these cars. And these cars are melted next to pine trees with pine cones just chilling. None of it makes any sense. And as an activist, it seems that we all of a sudden have to become fire forensics analysts along with weathermen, meteorologists, uh, along with electrical engineers to understand 5G and all this other stuff, it's, it gets pretty complicated, but we have to take the truth into our own hands because, like Edward Bernays tries to convince us to trust the specialists, we have to do everything but that to, t- to really embrace the truth because the specialist is going to lie to us, evidently. So, you know, and the funniest thing is because when you have a discussion about everything you're saying, because we've been saying the same thing on the show, and you talk to, to Norma, normies, right? Uh, their whole thing will be, oh, the fires were because of a drought. And I go, then why are the the trees still there? Oh, well, because they have water in them. Well, is it a drought or do they have water in them? (laughs) They can't, it can't be both. It can't be that the trees are totally hydrated and we're in the middle of a fucking drought. It's either one or the other. And the answer is you can't answer that. The real answer is, Something fucking happened. Now, a lot of people will go, oh, dude, it's this new metal. It's not really full metal. It's like like half metal. or Like, dude, fine. You want to say that about all these new houses? How about these bridges that have been around 
for decades, or if not a century, right? Those aren't made by fucking with new metal. Those are like old steel. They're melted. Melted. And then you mentioned smart meters started a lot of these fires. Any DWs, any direct energy weapons that you would say that were the cause of any of this? Do you say a lot of lightning? Do you, you think in, any of the lightnings would be direct energy weapons? Matt, do you believe in direct energy weapons? I mean, here's all. Uh, I'll let you answer your question. Uh, do yeah. you believe in direct energy weapons? Um, well, when that started going viral all over the controlled internet, um, I started wondering why that exact story was going viral of the uh, cloaked Northrop Grumman drones shooting lasers. That. Um, that aspect of it, I can't speak to necessarily, but I think a lot of that when things go viral and then you get people so spun out on this supposed truth. I mean, I met a lady at the farmer's market. She didn't even know who I was. And she came up to me telling me about cloaked Northrop Grumman drones shooting lasers. And, and this is in Santa Rosa and how fucked we were. And I started and I asked her, have you been telling other people this, that there's cloaked laser beams coming from the sky? And she's like, yeah, nobody believes me. No one even listens to me about anything anymore. And I'm like, well, what about like the directed energy level on the ground? We've got a whole network of smart meters that emit microwaves that connect to the cell tower. That energy could be directed in a certain way to have literal directed energy weapons in neighborhoods being put in with 5G and all this stuff. Once you start to understand 5G and how it was weaponized to begin with, it seems like maybe it's a distraction from the 5G antennas that are being erected in conjunction with the smart meters in everyone's home. And the whole towns are being weaponized right before our eyes. And people are looking out for these cloaked drones and whatnot. But I'm not saying that they don't exist because, you know, they, brought, they very well could. And they very well could have been the culprit in certain places like Paradise and Santa Rosa. But also when things go really viral, I, I don't trust them. You know, like this whole Black Lives Matter, it's, it's no coincidence that all these people were locked in their homes, told to not go out, but then they're shown a policeman's boot killing a person. And it's like, oh, the censorship didn't catch that. Every single person saw that. You know what I'm saying? You know what, dude? What you're talking about is nonlinear warfare. And I talk about this all the time. And I actually got in an argument with somebody over it. And he just didn't want to hear about it. Uh, and a great example of what you're talking about is during the uh, Florida school shootings with fucking David Hogg, how all this information was somehow getting leaked out that would allow both sides of the argument to have a real strong argument. And the one thing I brought up to him was this line that was said on ABC News. Now, we know they crushed this uh they crushed the story on epstein's island at one point but they allowed this teacher to say she saw a cop in full body armor shooting students and that got out on the nightly news why is why does that pass editing producer executive producer and network heads how come everybody let that out well because that allows both sides of the argument to have some ammunition. So now nobody's on the same side. Yep. Yeah, I witnessed that, while, that uh, during that time frame as well. And also during the Vegas shooting, the mm -hmm. Vegas shooting was very, very uh, CIA involved. And there were viral things going around. Uh, shooter in the crowd. 
uh, watch this before it's taken down. And then you click on it and you watch it and then it's taken down. And they, they did, you know, get everybody spun out on that. And I was even doing different shows during that time. And the, the shows would just get right when you said something about the Vegas shooting, they would just unplug the show and make it look like they're covering up so much. And then everyone's all spun out on all these different theories and they're over there pulling these strings in the truth community, getting people divided within the truth community. What better way to divide and conquer when you take the, the truth where there obviously is some sort of uh, hoax, false flag thing going on to, you know, take away gun rights or whatever. But then you control the argument and divide and split it up and divide and split it up. And what you control goes viral. It's, it's, it's very genius really if you see it oh, from the for sure for sure that and then when they delete shit when they put shit up and then delete it because you sit there you i swear i watched it i swear i watched it and you there go looking how long how long have you looked for a video before sam to prove something wrong 100%. and it never shows up hundred percent and you swear i was like they were they, they i was I, here i will go even farther i will go even farther i think if you become a big enough big enough name in this game They'll even go into your own computer and erase shit. And I know that sounds fucking nuts, but I've had videos that had full audio. And then one day I went back to get it, no audio. Or the video isn't even there. I've had them go on to... So, so I've had videos taken not only off of Vimeo, but they went to the broken simulation and took the post off Vimeo. And then I get called a crazy guy by go, it was right there. I uploaded it. Gone. And that's how it starts. You start looking crazy, start looking crazy. And then people are like, I'm not listening to him no more. He says he uploaded. He hasn't uploaded shit. Yeah. I mean, like it's fucking nuts. It's a, dude. The, the greatest name of all time is Infowars. I mean, yeah. it, he nailed. And the it sad, it. I mean, the the sad part is we've enabled this in a way. I mean, we gave them this power. You know, we communi- We chose to communicate through this third party that now controls all of our data, knows everything about us. You mean and, like and, and, uh, Twitter and, and all that? Yeah. Or? Well, yeah. also these YouTube and and Vimeo, these platforms. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we've chose we've chosen to communicate with people through them, this third party, and they have all they hold all the cards. We they know everything about us. We know nothing about them. And how they operate. I mean, we do know how they operate. Which well, is not really, though. Not, not behind people. the scenes. Not who controls it, no. really. Like, who's yeah, way I behind mean, the scenes. like, the old ones. Yeah. Like, like, YouTube knows how much money you got, Sam. And how much Bitcoin. They know everything. YouTube doesn't know how much Bitcoin I have. If I've they never want, talked if, about if, it. If oh, they, yeah, they do. No, they don't. They Johnny, might go... tell them. YouTube? I mean, maybe Google... But how's YouTube? Anybody, any, anybody with enough power wanted to put enough, you know, put their own brain power to it. They could find out. Yeah, Johnny, why'd you say that's so creepy? I don't. I, I'm kind of. I mean, it's well, just, how come you didn't do this when you said oh, that? Oh, I was. Either? I was oh. in my head. It's depressing, man. It's it's, it's not a happy thought. Uh, you know, you brought up something very interesting, and that is about who has the power. They literally have to fake agents to cause chaos. And we were talking about this on the last episode. Man, I'd love to hear your thoughts. How much actual aggression and how much actual movements are real movements? And how many of them are agitators being paid through bankers? I mean, culture is completely contrived. And people can't understand that. And then you look at like, dude, people are being locked down. Their business are taken away. And nobody's doing anything. And it's, that's not a Q thing, dude. Because not all those people watch Q that aren't doing anything. 
There's people on the other side that believe you should not wear masks. I mean, you should wear masks and you should isolate. They're having their businesses taken away. But why? Why isn't anybody pushing back on that? We see supposedly through Italy they are. I don't know. Do I know that? Do I know what's going on in Yemen right now? I feel for the Yemen people based on what I'm talking about. But do I know that's happening? I don't know, man. I don't know. So what does that mean? What do we do? I want your thoughts on that, Matt. I think people aren't standing up for their rights because they've been programmed to be PC and to be considerate of their neighbor and all this nonsense about asymptomatic and you could kill an old person and and the whole you're a racist if you're not, you know, wearing a mask somehow that's become a thing. Um, the the question is how to really, you know, rally the public and and get them to really care people are scared they don't know what's next they don't know what the pub what the government's going to do to them you know like they've people are stuck in this you know what i think it is is if you've looked into the bohemian grove the which is you know pretty wicked these the the world leaders come together once a year and they do this cremation of care in front of Moloch, this like stone owl that represents Satan. And they do wearing, wearing red cloaks and doing chants. All of the world leaders come together and they burn a cadaver or like a, they say it's a dead baby or something, whatever they're burning. They're telling each other that they're doing a ceremony called the cremation of care where they're cremating their care for humanity so that they can do their evil bidding. Well, wearing a mask all the time and being introduced to this new society where you don't see the expressions on the faces of your peers and stuff like that, the more time that goes on, the more our care is being cremated. We don't, we don't give a shit about our neighbor when we can't see the, the tears rolling out of their eyes, when we can't see the smiles or frowns on their faces. They all become this, like, you know... They all become singular, singular, singularity. It's like this long term. I've thought about what they, what their whole agenda twenty thirty is. By have you seen the movie Demolition Man? Yes. Long time okay. Ago. Yes. Demolition Man. There's contactless sex. There's driverless cars. Schwarzenegger was like uh, the president of California or something in the movie. They, they, there's an AI uh, social engineering. Uh, credit social credit program where if you curse you get a ticket that prints out and then Stallone's like using his TP his toilet paper I haven't seen the movie for a while but I've gone back to a lot of movies recently especially Children of Men where people all of a sudden can't produce children oh, anymore yeah. Oh, yeah. you know and that 5G apocalypse when, once we get to the point where everyone's got a 5G phone fertility's going to plummet and these realities are going to come into place have you seen um, there's a movie oh it's uh Snowpiercer. They engineer. Mm-hmm. Yep. They spray chemtrails. It's a great movie. They spray chemtrails so bad that they put themselves into an ice age and everybody on Earth dies except for this fast train that goes around the world all fast and they're staying alive in a train. But the movie starts off with chemtrails grid in the sky and they say uh, global warming got so bad that humans had to react and so they sprayed chemtrails in the sky where they put themselves into an ice age. Like, there's so many different predictive programming things. Or even the uh, Total Recall. Total Recall, these these people think they're going to Mars, but they don't, and they get a chip in their brain. I mean, I don't think Elon Tesla is necessarily going to be sending people to Mars. I think he's pushing a transhumanism agenda, and through 
now being the richest man on earth all of a sudden how that happened i don't know but but that's what's funny you know because these people are puppets they're not the richest people on earth there's the Rothschilds, and there's all these people behind the scenes but the people that they want in the main light pulling the strings of course he's got the the neural link and wants to turn people all into robots and now he's the richest man on earth you know of course he's got the new child that he had with grimes named um AI, uh, some what's the kid's name? The, this kid, the new kid has a weird name. And then the Grimes did a video before all this COVID happened with everyone wearing a mask, predictively programming all of it. You know, I foresee the child being a transhumanism, like uh, poster child, and he'll be part of Elon Musk's Neuralink. And then all of a sudden, this 2030 starts to really rear its ugly head and people are really not going outside. And this dystopia in demolition way where people aren't even contacting each other to, to have sex is actually a weird dystopia i'm on a tangent man what was the question the kid's name by the way is is pronounced x ash a12 and yeah. it's and it's it's an x with that kind of that ae uh symbol kind of where the a and the e are melded and then an a and a hyphen and a 12 so whatever the hell that means yeah no it stands for unknown origin ai <laughs> archangel is the way that the child's name is pronounced. Right. Now. Wow. And it's and if you start to really look at where this weird dystopia is going, they're taking kindergartners and telling them they have to be in front of the screen all day. They're getting radiated all day. They're not playing sports. They're not interacting with other children. And they're being told that they have to wear masks and stay six feet apart. They're engineering a whole generation to be passive robots. I mean, we're going to have to do something and step up for the next generation because the slippery slope is going to get really slippery. The mask thing, by the way, I have a thought about that because there's a this concept of neuroplasticity and an example of it is they found that people who, even if you blind someone, leave them in darkness for just a few days, their brain starts to remap within a couple of days to reassign. Well, it reassigns the visual parts of the brain to hearing and other senses, which is just crazy. And the brain, the human brain is especially adept at reading faces. Uh, It's one of the things you lose with certain forms of autism. You can't read emotions on faces. And my thought is that once we lose that muscle in the brain, you know, once we stop seeing other people's faces and are lose, we're out of practice and kind of reading emotions, that we could all kind of take on this form of uh, learned autism is what I'm afraid of. You know, where we can't, we lose empathy for others. We can't yeah. identify with other people, which is their whole end game. Uh, that's my fear is that. Uh, I, I could definitely see that happening, Johnny, uh, for sure. Uh, again, though, it's like how much of this is actually going to happen and how much of it is just meant to just drive us crazy and go nuts. I mean, I, I think you will see a time. To- I mean, I'm what's hoping. Different? I mean, what's different? You know, the effect is the same, right? No, uh, I'm with you, dude. Do you, do you guys see the new thing you guys got to carry around now? What? The, the COVID card. Okay. So now there's a card. It literally, there's a website it, for it. And they you got, keep saying it's coming. It's coming. I, Some One of my friends has a card. And then you, he says you, can, you should be able to keep it around, and I'm pretty sure concerts are going to make sure you have it well, stamped. Then I ain't going to concert. I saw like, a lot of bands already. I'm airport. okay. Airport. You're not going to fly? Nope. I won't fly. I'll do uh, stand-up was a good time. I had a nice <laughs> run. 25 years. Get a bus. It. Get a bus. Sure. Yeah. Are, are they going to make fucking homeless people who ride the Greyhound fucking get a car? I'll go fucking Greyhound. I'll do Oh, dude, I'm happy. I'll do my shows from my house. I don't care. I don't care, dude. I just, I, I'm just not gonna play their bullshit game. I'm just not. 
I'm not going to play their bullshit game, dude. So I just went real quick back to um, of I, 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 this has been a wonderful episode. I th- have thoroughly enjoyed it. But back to the uh, geoengineering. Do you think it's uh, being used as a weapon between China, Russia, and all the other uh, countries on each other? Oh, definitely. Um, after World War II, the front page of the of the paper, the UN had met all these countries met unanimously and decreed that uh, weather would not be used as a war weapon. This is right after Vietnam. But does the U.S. really care what the UN says about what it can use as a war weapon? I don't think so. So in the, my film Frankenskies, uh, the president of Iran, um, Ahmadinejad, he publicly comes out and he says that the Clouds are being drained before they hit his country, that his country's being droughted out and attacked with weather engineering, that he thought it was complete nonsense when he was approached by it, by his informants, by his researchers. But then once shown, he knows for a fact that he is literally being attacked by weather warfare by the United States. And they're playing the slow game over there with Iran, you know, one of the last countries that doesn't have a Federal Reserve banking system. But the U.S. controlling the weather, they'll get their way. But the thing is, why do they consistently attack U.S. soil with their sharpened tools? Makes me think that, you know, maybe we never even won World War II or who's really in charge. You know, what's going on? Why are are we sharpening our tools on ourselves? And when will there be, you know, the National Guard or whoever you're talking about earlier, when will there be some sort of like recognition of truth throughout it all and the realization that, you know, we've been bamboozled so many times over that we have to start over afresh. We can't, we can't let a very small group of scumbags decide that we're going to dim the sun and let them have full control over it. And then they're saying, if we start this, we can't stop. And they're using words like um, the global South. They say the global South are those, and it's a civil war reference, like the South, like like the people that are enslaved, they say the global South will be impacted the most by geoengineering. And what they mean by that is they are rich white people and the global South or anybody else who's like uh, South America or not in charge, they'll suffer because they're not going to be the ones in charge. So they might have, you know, less rain or horrible drought or horrible storms, but we'll make sure that we're okay. So on all these research papers that I come across, there's these references to the global South being impacted the worst and these loss of lives in the global South and whatnot. You'll see countries like India and massive cities run out of water way before us because we're the people that can actually rise up. Uh, I couldn't agree more. I could not agree more. You know, I could not agree more. And, uh, it's just, uh, it's just real interesting, dude. You know, do you guys watch uh, what was that thing on Hulu night? Uh, something ingentic or something like that um, about the lizard people with David Wilcox? Uh, what that? What is that doc called? But there's bit what? Yeah, it's uh, about lizard people and all that stuff, but. For me personally, majestic. Yeah, majestic. Above majestic, uh, above, is it called? Above majestic. Yeah. yeah, and I believe if I read it and heard it right, that there's a theory that Germany actually won, and that they basically made us kowtow and take their German scientist. I mean, there's a yeah, th- that's a theory. 
That paperclip wasn't us taking them, but them forcing us to take their fucking agents and their scientists. Yeah. The, the elite of the Nazis survived. Yeah. Yeah. And then everything else was theater. Everything else was theater. I would, I, I, I'd like to learn more about that before I pass judgment. But <laughs> the, the, Nure, the Nuremberg trials were a hell of a spectacle uh, and ha- a lot of hangings. To, but if you to, want to go, if you wanted all this shit to happen, but people to be pacified, let's say. I could right? maybe buy that they Why got... does Hitler die in Argentina peacefully? Well, I mean, if you believe that, I I could maybe <laughs> I could maybe buy that they negotiated a peace that we weren't aware of and and got you know more favorable terms than we were told. I could buy I that. I think they sacrificed a couple of those Nazis. Like, take these. But yeah, these. I mean, everybody who was high profile was there at the trial and ended up hanged for the most part, except for a few people who apologize well, well, all johnny like 15 of the nazis no but no but the most famous guys is what i'm saying like the most famous the, like the, the guy the, the would, like the elon musk of nazi germany nah, the, i don't agree with that at all the who? guy who came here and fucking created nasa was pretty fucking no, I'm, talking, I'm talking about in the in the in the government though he was like i mean he's a civilian that guy okay there's the MK Ultra program also. So there's the MK Ultra program and then NASA. And these are all introduced right when we're given the television set. So if you look at like technology Truth is and crazy, how they use technology against us, we never went to the moon, right? You've got a whole generation brainwashed thinking we're in love with NASA. NASA has a budget of $52 million per day. day and all we're fed is lies day. and bullshit from them, right? They also have a care program, charged aerosol release experiment, where they have a whole fleet of drones that spray chemtrails, you know, and a lot of people think that the entire chemtrail agenda is backed by NASA. But if you look at it as a historical thing, there's a pretty good chance we didn't win that war because why did we just start attacking ourselves immediately afterwards in this covert way with NASA and NK Ultra? And then if you look at Hollywood and even television in itself, it's all one big MK Ultra mind control program that is taking the public and attacking the public. Like, why would we do that to ourselves unless we've been somehow covertly taken over and whatnot? But, hey, Sam, did you get one of those foam bags in the mail that I sent you? I make yeah. these foam bags now that are lined with silver. I did have one. I just pulled it out today. I just Sweet. pulled it out. I'm like, where the fuck did this come from? I need more of those, dude. I need more of those. So you I, put your phone in there and it helps you, like, not... I need... I'm, can I, where can I buy... I need some. I'm going to buy some from Was it, like, dude. a Faraday cage? It doesn't... No signals get out? How no EMs. New EMFs. I want to do that with... Uh, so I have three phones, dude. I have a... Uh, uh, my digital currency phone. I have my social media phone. Yep. Boom. Damn, Bang. he's got an old school phone. Look at him. Oh, this is my phone. This is one's awesome because the no radiation. It's amazing. LG Cosmos 3. And then you drop your phone in this. It's, I mean, you can put a smartphone or whatever in here. And it's two layers now of silver. And the best thing about it now in the COVID world is you don't want to get a, a, a message saying that be, right, last time you were at the coffee shop, Someone else had COVID, and That's then they what went, I'm saying, come, dude. come and talk to you. What's up? You know what I mean? The NBA, Johnny, I told you this. The NBA is literally fucking games over based on guys who are near somebody yeah, yeah. that had COVID. They're not allowing their play. Not Can you fucking They're believe crazy. that? That's how you rig the system. That's how you rig the game. Oh, we don't want so and so to win. No, so that's so how sick. you start to implement that social programming. Oh look, the NBA's doing it. Look how well it helped. And there's no, there's no, you have no access to the data. There's no proof that it yeah. ever happened. You know, it's just a. Of course, it's gonna. If it even is real, 
Like, like even if that tracking does work in some instances, it's gonna, it, it's almost certainly already being abused, uh, and is gonna be abused in the future if it is real at all. They the they want to get it to a point where they can hit up whoever they want and say, oh, you were exposed. Go lock yourself in your house for two weeks or you're in big trouble. And then I want to say, so here's the company, and you did pronounce it right, Sparrow. And I've got these different hats and whatnot, but I thought it was really cool considering the name of your show that I've got these hats now lined with silver. Oh, right? I like that. I like that a lot. I got to get some of that stuff, too. So I'm on Instagram. Something. Check it out, uh, Sparrow Gear. And Sparrow is a Latin word. It means hope. Um, S-P-E-R-O gear. Oh, that's cool. It's Sparrow protective clothing or Sparrow protection clothing on, on the internet and whatnot. But yeah, the phone bags are really cool. You slip it in when you're sleeping How or you're out to they? dinner or whatever. You don't want people tracking you around or whatever. Like I have this one smartphone that I'll put on airplane mode. And then when I go around doing whatever I do in my life, I'll put it in this phone bag and it gets all hot because it's, it's still on airplane mode, but it's trying to figure out what the hell I'm doing somehow. So it gets all... It's really working overtime because it's been completely silenced, and I love it. I love it. It's getting sassy oh, with you. He's got baby gear. Got to protect the babies, dude. Get some baby Can you gear. receive uh, data transfer, like text and stuff, SMS, uh, when it's in the no in the bag? No. No, okay. kills kills the bag. Nothing's going on at all. Nothing's going to happen while it's in the bag. And that's Everything. the beauty okay, of it. Okay, that's great. And then you yeah. pop it out, and you get a bunch of updates and whatever. No, that's I mean, fantastic. People, I, that's wonderful. Yeah, I don't we're recommend gonna get getting some a 5G phone. You know, Dude. I think it's important to go backwards in technology right now. You don't want that 5G phone. You don't want the – like, uh, like really quick, I've actually come to think that these upgrades on these 5G phones – so all these new networks are upping their, their frequencies to a higher broadband. Okay, and they're doing it one city at a time, one neighborhood at a time, and whatnot. And I did have these bags before that were single-layered bags, and all the new iPhones started to penetrate these bags right when everyone started getting sick, bro. And I had people sit, hit me up saying, oh, I got COVID, just to let you know. And I go, you got an iPhone? And they're like, oh, yeah, I just switched to the iPhone, actually. And it's like people in certain communities, I think, are actually getting radiation poisoning. I'm not 100% on this one. I don't really know this whole Wouldn't COVID thing. I think it. it's a big hoax. Wouldn't but I definitely it. think I definitely think that as these frequencies are being adjusted to this high band 5G network that people can have this one millimeter size wave and all this radiation that people are these canaries in the coal mine. OK, I've got a friend that said he got covid, but he had no fever and all he had was the symptom of not being able to taste anything. OK, not having a fever and having an inability to taste something that's actually a symptom of radiation sickness, okay? Do some research, and some of these things coming up, I wouldn't be surprised if they're just priming us, you know? If you took someone out of the jungle and exposed them to the amount of radiation that we receive on a daily basis, they'd be, they'd be on the floor writhing, bleeding out the nose. We've been slowly primed to it, and I think we're being slowly primed to it, and then all these cases that would have come up, like, like, oh, I think my phone might be, you know, giving me headaches or whatever. They're all just COVID cases. But that's, that's just, that's a whole other story. I really, I'm really excited about the silver lining. I went over to, to Asia at first to figure this all out. And evidently, it's a really big business in Japan and Korea and China to line clothing and accessories with either woven steel or woven silver. It's the only ones that work. I thought there was copper and nickel and all these other things, but only steel and silver work. And what they do is they deflect these signals that bounces off of it. So like AM radio waves, all of it's really light. If you want to get into it, it's light that we cannot see. These are just like great, great colors too. There's so many of them. He's got boxers. I've always been scared of cancer in my balls. And I think that would stop the radiation from my fucking cell phone, which is always close to my balls from getting fucking ball cancer. 
I just think it's fucking genius, right? Is that is it, that's how I think you'd get ball cancer? I was like, damn, I always got my cell phone near it. That's how you start. Yeah, so so the so I've the same sort of material that can too, kill right? your signal. Thank thank you, you have. <laughs> So the same silver material that kills your signal is what we're doing um, the clothing with. So we got like hoodies and boxers and all that sort of stuff. And I'm really excited, and I hope that other companies step up and we can cr- and we can really like bring this information to the consciousness as a as a normal thing. Like I really pray that like Gap and Nordstrom and these bigger companies see the opportunity in protecting at least children or pregnant women or men's balls and step up because. I, I'm hopeful that I'm not the only company. I'm happy to be leading the way, but I really hope that the consciousness shifts enough that we can really not have a children of men dystopia, you know, future. You got to get some new black ones, dude. You're out of stock. I'm buying some right now. <laughs> I've got stock coming in. Which one? The waterproofs? Or, or are you looking at the, yeah, I'm getting them all. They're all coming in. All Don't right, worry. Let me know and I'll grab some because I really want and, some. And I'll hook you up. I'll send you um, an email and I'm happy to give you, you guys uh, some for free too. Boom! Look at, really who takes it. care of you, Johnny? Woo-hoo! Fucking conspiracy Santa Claus. That's who. <laughs> <laughs> all right, man. This has been an excellent episode, dude. I appreciate you putting up with our poor humor. And uh, we tried, man. So, we it's tried. a weird day. It is a weird day, dude. It is. Can I, a- can I, can I play, can I give you 30 seconds of something from this guy called Mario Savio that is kind of, kind of my, he's, he's a veteran of the free speech movement. This is a pretty famous speech. It's the, and I just, I think this kind of encapsulates where we are as a society right now. This is not going to be, the person delivering these lines is not going to be somebody we're going to agree with on everything, but I think the message is uh, really relevant right now. So here we go. That's that. I think uh, whatever that means to you, you know, I think it, if you want to drop out, do that. No, I think, dude, that's probably the most fucking profound shit ever. Pull your energy out. Get out the news. Stop watching television. I block all blue check marks on Twitter now. I block them all. Unless I know you personally and know what you represent, I block you. You are no longer in my... You are a fucking extension of the mainstream media and you are no longer allowed on my timeline. I don't even allow you if you're retweeted by somebody. I'll block you there. You're done, dude. Unless you're a comic friend of mine or an athlete I enjoy watching or a musician that I know isn't fucking dark arts piece of shit. All of them, gone. You're gone. I, if you got a blue check mark, that's the sign of the beast to me. You're fucking compromised, and you're an enemy of the fucking people, and you're gone. And you know what? When you stop watching the news and you stop listening to these blue check mark people, my God, what a beautiful world we but live you in. You brought dude. up the news. What do you think they're going to talk about now? They're now not going to talk shit. about how fucking the, fir- the first vice president isn't taking shit. She's a sassy lady. <laughs> It'll just be like it was during the Obama administration. And Nothing. they love Boring. it because yeah. that means the world's good. Because yeah. they won't tell you what the fuck. Well, no, they just flip roles. Death they cult. do what Fox has been doing, and then 
Fox does what they've Fox is yeah. done. It's not coming back. Yeah, well, there's going to be some kind of Trump, Trump media. Trump network. media. Yeah, we'll see. Gonna... We'll see. I'm done with all of them, dude. You know, I, I it took me two hour two two years to realize Obama was a piece of shit, and I really stopped trusting. And then. You know, I kind of got into Trump, and about two years in, I was like, fuck, man. But then he did it, something else, and I was like, okay, shit's happening. And then we just got let down. And now, I do believe one guy <laughs> can't change it, all that stuff. There is a hopeful example, though, recently. I just want to say real quick, for people who are feeling like they don't have any power, like, we stopped the war in, in the Obama administration. They were going to war. And then enough people spoke out, you know, and had true. their voices heard. And we stopped Iran. Stopped. Remember, they were like, they attacked one of our drones yeah. and a rest in peace to the drone and thoughts and prayers to its family. So you can. Right? We do still have some power. No, we, Johnny. All the power. Did you listen to Matt? If, if you, we have yeah. all the power. But if you, but if you put your mind you know what i mean we have to we have to become a fist you know join together and i that sounds awfully Johnny fascist he loves fisting dude loves for sure it. he loves we it. got a fist the machine anyway <laughs> matt he is matt landman uh i'm very thankful for you to come on uh please don't hang up when we're done i want to talk to you for a second uh, i think you're great and uh dude thank you guys for tuning in uh you know it is what it is brother here we are and we we all we have is each other and that's pretty damn fucking good. Uh, thank you, Johnny. Thank you, Xavier. Again, thank you, Matt. And we will... Uh, Matt, real quick, before we let you go. Sorry about that. Can you please tell them where they can find you, all your social media and everything? I forgot to do that. Such a pleasure. And I've always wanted to come on your show. And I really appreciate you having me on. Um, please check out Frankenskies 2. Like Frankenstein, but skies. Frankenskies2.com. Frankenskies.com. On social media, on um, Facebook, I'm Matt Landman. And on Instagram, Sparrow, S-P-E-R-O, gear. Please check us out. Uh, give us a follow. And shoot me an email if you have any questions about any of this stuff. Frankenskies at gmail.com. Thank you so much. All right, guys. Again, all we have is each other, and that's a whole lot. Okay? I love you guys. We'll see you again in the next show. Take care, Swarm. Goodbye, Swarm. We go deep, homeboy. Eric, open your mind. Drink. From the fountain of knowledge. There's lizard people everywhere. <laughs> That's some interdimensional shit. <laughs> Wake up, Aaron. This is only the beginning. Dude, you just blew my mind. Tim foil hack. Tim foil hack.